Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Thank you for joining us Around the Fire. For more information or to make a donation, please visit randomactnetwork.com. Now, want to hear a scary story? Just right through here. We're almost there. Carol and Harry excitedly entered the doors of Haddington Memorial Hospital to find the building mostly quiet. The bulk of the county was now routed to a newer medical building in Carpenter City, 20 minutes away without accounting for traffic. But this young couple planned to deliver their firstborn at Haddington Memorial, where they each began their own lives a few decades earlier, back when every room and hallway was bursting with patients and staff. The birth went smoothly, and Carol lovingly watched Harry nod off in the chair as the head nurse finished cleaning their fresh little one. The old woman wore a tight bun and cartoon print scrubs and hummed a bit to herself as she worked. She passed the baby to Carol, who sniffed the baby girl's warm head, adorned in a pink ribbon, and held her by the light of the flickering TV in the corner. A loud snore from Harry pulled Carol back from drifting off, and despite her best efforts to wake her husband, he continued to sleep like he'd been the one in labor. She pressed the call button for the nurse. A younger woman with long brunette hair came in quickly, shutting off the call button. Her uniform was closer to something like a candy striper would wear, and her clean tennis shoes lightly squeaked as she walked. She gently lifted the baby from its mother's arms and offered to take her to the nursery so Carol could rest, but the new mother wanted to keep her baby close and declined gratefully. The nurse lingered for a moment before she put the child in its basket and slipped from the room quietly. Carol had almost fallen asleep when the older woman knocked gently on the doorframe. Need something, hon? She asked. Carol thanked her groggily but said that they'd been taken care of. A few hours later, Carol woke to a shape standing over her. Harry was gone from his chair, but it wasn't him. As her eyes came into focus, she recognized the brunette nurse from earlier. In her hand, she held a large syringe, heading towards her baby's flesh. What are you doing? She asked. The startled nurse jabbed the poor baby's arm just enough to break the skin letting the needle fall to the floor. She took the child from her basket, calming her, and apologized profusely. Hepatitis, the nurse said with an awkward and hesitant smile. Sorry to wake you, ma'am. They've got to get the shot within 24 hours. Let me have her, please? Carol asked. I really upset the little thing, the young woman said, ignoring her and rocking with the baby towards the door. Please? Give her to me now. The nurse stopped. 
patting the cooing baby and twisted her neck so she faced Carol. Are you sure you wouldn't like me to take her to the nursery? She asked again. Carol looked at the dot of blood on her poor baby's arm. Let's start with a bandage. Give her here, she stated with irritation. With a large smile, the nurse obliged and stepped from the room. Carol squinted at the clock. It was just after 1 a.m. Harry returned a bit later with candy bar and soda, settling back into his chair and attempting to help his wife calm the baby, who continued to cry. They waited and waited and waited, but the nurse didn't return with a bandage. When Carol pressed the call button again, a small red light remained dark. She pressed it a few more times, but it seemed to have lost power. She asked Harry to go find someone. The nursery was starting to sound like a good plan after all. Harry returned with the older woman who scooped the child up in her arms, quickly quieting her. Carol asked for a bandage, complaining about the other nurse. The woman offered a confused chuckle. Can't be surprised, I suppose, she said. Most everyone was either let go or moved to the new building downtown. The few of us left are stuck running around like chickens with their heads cut off. With that, she passed the baby to its father and stepped out for a bandage. As soon as the child was in Harry's arms, she began screaming again. Harry looked at his wife with desperation, but Carol was equally distraught. Her head was heavy and throbbing. She needed silence or something strong. But now it was the old woman who didn't return. They waited for nearly 20 minutes before Carol asked Harry to step out and find her. I'll be right back. Just try to relax. The television was still flickering, and it was nearly 2 a.m. After more time passed, the brunette reappeared in the doorway holding two items, the now unnecessary bandage and a second syringe. No, please, not right now. She's finally quieting down, Carol pleaded. The friendly smile reappeared on the nurse's face. This one's for you, Mama. You both deserve to rest up tonight. Within seconds, whatever was added to Carol's IV transported her feet first into ice water. But her pores took in the cold and turned it to warmth and spread it through her sprawling veins like melting butter. The nurse plucked the baby from Carol's arms, now impossibly heavy, and moved across the room and out the door in a blur. The new mother was already too sedated to respond. She shook her head and took a deep breath, drawing all of her strength to press the call button, which lit up immediately. She watched the foggy shapes dancing on the TV as she waited, and finally the head nurse returned with a bandage. Lots of noise coming from this room, she said with a sweet grin that crinkled her face endearingly. You need something? Carol was fading fast. My head was all she could say. The woman shuffled to the foot of the bed and took a seat, placing her warm hand on Carol's shin. It weighed a million pounds. It'll be that way for a bit, but you'll get the hang of it all before you know it. There are lots of things that help them settle down. Mine always loved to be carried around. Works like a charm. Looks like she's gone for a walk with Daddy right now. She looked at the empty crib, 
I'm sure that little angel is fast asleep in her father's arms. Just let me know if you... As she looked back at Carol, she noticed the confusion in her drooping eyes. Honey, are you feeling okay? Carol wanted nothing more than to give in to the drugs, but she took another deep breath and said, Not Harry. But the other woman didn't hear. What was that, hon? Carol needed a moment to find the energy to speak again. Other nurse. The low throbbing returned to the back of Carol's skull as she pressed herself to stay awake and waves of nausea were getting worse. Why don't I go and find them for you, huh? That'll make you feel better. Finally, Harry reappeared in the room. I can't find a damn soul in this place. He began before noticing the nurse's presence. But she hadn't heard him. She only noticed that there was no baby in his arms. In one second, the blood drained from her face. Where's the baby? Harry asked. Carol was nearly unconscious. Her voice was low and flat. The other nurse. In the nursery. She said. The old woman stood up without saying a word removed the phone from its cradle on the wall and dialed two numbers. She mumbled into the receiver as Harry took his wife's hands into his own. Did someone give you some? I think she's been drugged. He looked to the nurse who had just hung up the receiver. The woman was trembling and audibly swallowed the lump in her throat. Sweetheart, she said, eyes filling with tears. The babies always stay with their parents. We don't have a nursery. A security guard entered the room as Harry shouted something, but Carol no longer understood. She could see only the blurry shapes of movement around her and hear the echoing cries of her husband screaming as she drowned into herself. The hospital was locked down and searched, but no traces of the mysterious nurse or newborn were located. Once the old nurse was cleared to leave, she walked softly through the automatic doors and towards her car in the back of the lot. Her breath lingered in front of her like mist. It had snowed overnight before chilling over, and there was a thin layer of frost across the lot. She noticed her footprints behind her, adding the first blemishes to an otherwise unbothered corner. A ray of sun poked through the clouds and she caught a glimmer just a few feet away. There was another set of tracks in the parking lot after all, heading from the building to the edge of the asphalt and disappearing into the grass. The woman's eyes continued towards the trees in the distance, where a tiny bit of color stood out. Among the leafless branches and dead plants was a bright, shiny, pink ribbon waving in the wind.